Welcome back to The Walter Show for yet another episode. And this week I went to Helsinki to meet with Mehdi Younes, an entrepreneur who co-founded an app called Simply that provides a shortcut for jobs and extra work nearby, making the mapping between workers and jobs more efficient. Something that I think, as you probably know from earlier episodes, is extremely important in society today. Mehdi was also an entrepreneur in the restaurant and hospitality business, running much of the nightlife in Helsinki before. So he's a super interesting guy and very nice to talk to. And I am super proud to bring you this episode with Mehdi Younes. So how do, how do I pr- pronounce your name? Mehdi Younes. Mehdi. Yes. That's a little bit difficult. It is because that's Lebanese way, because the other language is French, so it's kind of a, it's more soft than right. in other words, like in Middle Eastern countries, you say the right. Mehdi. So, so you're you're from uh, Lebanon? Uh, actually, my father is, uh, he's Lebanese, and uh, I've I've been uh, born and raised here, but of course, uh, the Lebanese uh, kind of a way of life has impacted me because I'm a, I'm raised my, by my father and uh, he came early 70s here and I'm born 79 and then uh, my mother disappeared so my father took care of me by himself and uh, raised me and of course later in life uh, I have had three siblings from Finnish mother and of course she's been raising me also so I have had best of the both worlds uh, I mean the way of living from like Mediterranean Lebanese way, kind of a, the politeness and the positivity and the hardworking mentality and then kind of a, always taking care of people and, and make everybody your family and stuff like that. And then the Finnish health that comes like uh, by blood from the east eastern Finland. It's kind of a do it attitude, like less talking, more doing. And actually, that divides me also. I'm, I'm more like that. I'm, I'd rather do do more than talk. Of course, I, lo- I love to talk also, but I think the recipe is to do more than talk. And then, of, of course, my, my mother, uh, health mother, that I call my mother, she's been also giving me good tools for the life and I think best of both worlds. I think the Finnish, uh, there are always prejudice between the Nordic countries. Yeah. And I think what everybody thinks about the Finnish, which I th- I think is true, is that you are the doers of yeah. the Nordics. Yeah, and I think the doers and then uh, I think that comes some somewhere after war when we were like the whole country was working to pay back the the war I I don't know how you say it in English but the kind of a war money <laughs> or I don't know the, the war word. debt or yeah, something yeah. like that. And I think that's something that goes generation to generation but I think uh, the main thing is the uh, people here they're honest of course there's uh, plenty different people in uh, every society but mainly in here if, if somebody says something you can trust that I don't even remember when I have done some contracts to paper you know you trust people when you watch them in the eyes and you, you agree something and you shake hands and that's it and that's how you how the things work here you trust people and I really love that here because that makes love uh, life and love, <laughs> but life very simple. Yeah. And and is it personal life or is it is it is it work wise? 
I think that makes um, everything simple here. Yeah. Yeah, so th that's uh, that's of course great, you know, part of business. Yeah, I trust. think, and then then that's that's a, that's a good cultural difference also because like I've been doing also uh, some business um, out of the country, and especially if you go Middle East or somewhere and finish where you go the meeting, you start right away straight to the point, <laughs> like fast forward, yeah. and and then start make business. But in the other other culture, you you first like talk and about the. Sun is shining, and then how's <laughs> yeah. the family? And drink the tea, and and, and then maybe the the past uh, last five minutes you talk the business, and that's it. But in here we like we we like to go straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. So in Lebanon, Lebanon to me is one of my favorite. No, I, I would say my f one favorite wine is from Lebanon. Yeah, the Chateau Moussar. Uh, Moussar, yes, is very <laughs> very beautiful wine, and 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 and, uh, and actually I think it's because of the. It's in the valley, and, uh, and all the water comes from, from the mountains, and then a lot of sunshine, and there's a fresh air, and, yeah. and I think the people here that do do that's it's they do it from the passion and the love. I think you can taste it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I went down to my neighbor, and uh, and I t and he asked me. I, he's seventy two. And he asked me, "What's your favorite wine, Walter? We should have a bottle of wine." And I said, "Well, like you know, top of mind, I had Chateau Moussas. I was like, Chateau Moussas, <laughs> nice." Okay, good. Any specific year? And we went down to his basement, and he had every year from '73, I think. No. To 2000, the last one, the last one was 2011, I think, the last one. Oh my god! Every year it was like, when are you born? Let's do '78. You know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So did you had the whole bottle? Uh, yeah, we always <laughs> we would come there. Uh, he has this amazing collection of Chateau Moussard. It's the only wine he drinks. Is it is like is he Lebanese or no no no? He's he just he's a, just a Swedish guy, a very oh. famous Swedish entrepreneur. Nice. He loves Chateau Moussard. Yeah, and actually, uh, it's a decent. Uh, the the price for the wine is decent. I think that's the wine for everybody. And yeah. uh, Of course, the Lebanese food. Everybody knows that. That's yeah. amazing. So if you put that together, like the. Lebanese food, Lebanese wine, and the the family and friends, the neighbors together. I think that's the whole spirit of it. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about your background. We kind of your professional background. I mean. Yeah. And uh, I realized when I started reading it up, it's like this long, long list of stuff. We we can't fit that into the episode today. Yeah. Because the episode is too short. But you must have been like twelve years old or something when you started. Actually, ten. Ten. <laughs> like uh, like all the. Immigrants, uh, I'm not an immigrant, but my father is. Like they have some pizzeria or some some something in every Nordic country, kebab or pizza or something. So of of course my father had one also, and then and one of the first ones in Finland back in the days. And and, and yeah, it was kind of because I, I was the older, uh, the oldest son, and then the, the the child, and that was my responsibility. And go to work with my father every week and after school and make my pocket money and and that was the first steps to understand what is the work and what is the entrepreneurship and what is the responsibility and everything all of that and I, I think that was maybe the best school ever the first steps yeah and and when you look back at the career you know from that and onwards what are some highlights what are the best things you think you've done well like i li like let's say work wise i i like to Put together the sales and marketing, and that's that's how I feel from the business. I, I I like to put together the personal life and the and the business itself, and or doing work. I think the best highlights was that because I'm from like uh, East Helsinki, that was the ghetto 
in Finland and Helsinki at that time very very unpleasant place to born and raise and uh, and there was a lot of drugs and alcohol and life abuse itself and, and those decisions at that time that I I said no to everything and I I had this vision to leave the place very early and and focus to my school and working and stuff I think that was one of the highlight and then now. Uh, I had this promise I was 18 and my friends asking me what I'm going to do when I'm when I'm older and then I said well I'm going to own my own restaurant when I'm 30 and everybody was before I'm 30 and, and everybody was start laughing because we're like from the ghetto and we didn't have any money or whatsoever and well when I was 30 I already had six six restaurants and and I think that was the biggest highlight when I had the first very popular the hottest spot in, in Helsinki and it was full of people that were somebody or how you call it and you know like uh, there was like uh, famous people or, or ice hockey players or models or whatsoever and 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 in that point I was like just thinking about myself without no ego just kind of a heartwarming to understand that it doesn't matter where you come from but if you really believe in something and you focus and you you where to believe and and dream and just go and do your thing do not talk and then and just that that happened and i see it in front of me and that i think that was one of the biggest highlight yeah and and uh, what what was the name of the restaurant uh well that one was uh stockholm discotheque okay yeah <laughs> That's okay. honoring. <laughs> yeah, and then I had a year later, I had then another one called Den Kunliga Klubben. Wow, that's the Swedish uh, Yeah, and actually, yeah, because in that time we had like a lot of uh, uh, restaurants in Finland and everybody, everything was in English or Finnish. I was like, come on, like we, we have other language also, Sweden, because like in 90s, you know, that everybody went to the boat to party and was like, why, why, why go to the sea? to the other country that you have you can have it in in your own own city and then i just like i i came up with the idea to have it stockholm discotheque and then right. and then the next next uh, uh nightclub then then kunliga club and was uh, that i was uh, <clears throat> pretty drunk at stockholm and we got that spot and my my colleague called me that we got the lease for that spot that we were aiming at and then he was like do you have name for it and i i was in this one cafeteria having my huge hangover meal I, i think i was still tipsy and i opened the paper and the, the, the paper was open and there was this logo of den kunlia huset and i was like yeah it's uh, it's a uh, uh, put there den kunlia klubben <laughs> that was the story of it and then the third one actually almost same kind of uh, how it happened i had this bar called motellet And weekend before I was in Stockholm, and there was this uh, amazing place called Hotellet. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, this is, this is a shitty place. It's a bar. It it can, it's not a hotel. It's it's a motel. So it was Motellet." Right. <laughs> That's great. I, I remember. I don't know much about. I haven't been much in Helsinki actually, but I've been to a place called Black. Yeah, actually. Uh, That's one of my colleagues' uh, restaurant, and I was uh, also I managed to do there the the nightclub version of it then with him. Right. Yeah. So after the, all this the restaurant uh, stuff, what happened then? Well, because I've been studying a lot till I was like what twenty eight, doing a bunch of different schools, and then I've been working a lot, and then I've been the first uh, company I did. I was like twenty, 
So I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. I've been working hard 30 years. And I have huge, large uh, network and knowledge, of course, and know-how and from the hospitality industry. And, and then life came together and I know a lot of people. And then we just came up some pretty cool startup ideas to make things digital or modern modern science stuff or uber size stuff and, and one of those actually number one priority right now in my working life is called Sumpli, which is a kind of a hiring and stuffing kind of a tool and now we're aiming at the moment actually that it's it's more kind of a b2b enterprise tool to handle stuff so handle handle staffing and, handle and staffing, uh, yeah. putting together available resources with yeah. needs basically and yeah and, they, and and to get everything out of the out of the stuff that you're now have using because like there's like uh, huge costs if you if you're renting all the time people from outside and still you're paying like 100% salary for everybody who's working to you but they're not 100% used so the tool makes them the ones that you already have to make them work more where the workers are needed in their in the organization <laughs> right yeah yeah bad word <laughs> yeah. no but but yeah. i i think the one of the biggest issues coming at us right now i mean there are several problems in in the world and in the nordics yep. of course with everything from you know education to healthcare to um, everything you know um, that we're paying for with tax money and if you look at all those things I think there's one overarching problem appro- approaching that is going to affect all of them and that's automation and, and AI and, and this all these jobs are going to be um, this is, all these old jobs are going to disappear and somehow we have to because in, in it's basically a good thing that we we make things more efficient right but if we get all these people out in the street and just have mass unemployment that's not good but if we manage to reallocate those people remap those people from from um f- from where they were to new jobs where they are needed because there are several problems to solve that's not you know we don't we, we have yeah. enough problems yeah yeah uh, then well, we problems w- never end exactly yeah. so, so then efficiency will be um, we will get an overall better quality of life because yeah. we will use our resources more efficiently. But that takes that's that means that somebody has to do that remapping. And do you think that your product and products like that can be part of the solution to this? Yeah, I totally think so. Because of course, like okay, we we're talking about problems. I don't like to talk about problems; they're challenges. And uh, and uh, we have like white color and then we have blue color. And I think that certain kind of a work from both of course disappears or or they change and some of them some of the works they go overseas to india or africa whatsoever but i still think like like example finland we have like uh, a lot of we, we miss a lot of people like from the blue collar business at the moment like is it is it like uh restaurant hospitality side or or is, it, or is it the healthcare or whatsoever and we need more immigrants here and uh, actually we we have a lot of them and they have a lot of potential and and they there's a lot of unused potential because one 
person. Uh, he he knows many ways to work. Not not just only being a waiter. He can be working as a waiter. He can he can be working as a cleaner or nanny or or logistics or or whatsoever you know so we need to take all the potential out from the one person because he can do many different jobs not just only one job and of course the way that the young people already work or how they're gonna work is because of the uber uber how you work. uberization is, yeah. that, is that a word how do you pronounce that? let's make yeah. that word yeah, let's, let's make that word. kind of a so they they like to move uh they like to get the work right away they they want the money right away they they want like everything happen right away so i think that's something that's gonna first affect everything the way of working they're not anymore they don't want one paper where it's reading the who's my employee uh, employer and and this is the amount of money i get they can they can work wherever to whoever and and They're just happy to get the money when they want, and they want to go to vacation when they want. They want to be free when they want, and they they work when they want. And I think that's the first step that what's gonna happen before that happens. What you said, yeah, and, and I mean that overhead in both in hiring. If you're an entrepreneur, you know that hiring is a huge pain, and <clears throat> in the ass. <laughs> and and then on the on the other side, as a you know as a worker, it's the same thing. It's a huge yeah. pain to go to the, all these interviews and all this stuff. And, and I mean, really. It would be better if people just started working, and then if it doesn't work out, just you know, get them out of there. Yeah, get the rotation, yeah. and 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 I, I think that's something that for younger people, it's not unpleasant thing that somebody says no, thank you. They just move on. It's kind of a Tinder. It's like you just you put like green green hearts for everybody, and you get the matches, but nobody's telling you that this certain person didn't want you. Right. Kind of that they use this kind of a. A way of uh, handling things, and I I think that uh, you you were uh, talking about content before, and I, and uh, I think that's the way of also in the near future, already today that they want to see and hear about the work or job itself more and, and feel and see pictures and videos and about the employer and about whatsoever before the money and. And uh, and I think that that's something the tools that we need that actually like we have the Zoom place like kind of a, you have one uh, like a CV all the time in your mobile and you can like attach in like hundred different jobs at the same time just pu- pushing one button. It's not like going somewhere and then first put your for paper you write whatever the employer wants to know about you and then still put your picture there and then still put your cv and you know it's kind of a one hour 30 minutes yeah. thing now you can make it in, you need to do it in one second you know to attach in some yeah. some work or yeah. job is it a project or kick or or, or full time or whatever it is i think that's the way it should work and then we can get out of the whole potential from the the employers and um, yeah from the work for, workforce for workforce yeah Yeah. Sorry about my English. A little <laughs> bit rusty. <laughs> no worries. If you look at Simply and everything that it is today, what are you most proud of about it at this point? Actually, uh, one year ago, May, uh, we just got in the the round on, on, on April, but already in May we had this first Insta salary 
in the whole world. And the, the idea was that if you go for a gig, let's say as a, as a chef, and after the, the shift, right away, you get the money. Like you go to the shift, you make the food, then eight o'clock, your shift is over, the restaurant manager puts like the, the shift is okay, three seconds, and the salary is in your, in your, in your bank account. Wow. And I, I think that was something very special. But what happened then is I think we were too early with that. And, 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 and now later on, I'm very, very proud that we, we've been managed to change the focus for the market. And of course, we've been getting a lot of users, like we have 25,000 employees now, like in, in, the, in the system that are looking for a job. And I think that's something very special Concerning that we've been around just one year and mainly the focus it's it's been in the pro uh, the product, not about getting people to use it. Right. So you're basically one of the biggest uh, hiring firms in the, in the country. Well, if yeah, if if we would put that like kind of a if if we would be hiring company, yeah, we would be the biggest company in the in the in this country. But of course, then you need more staff uh, and professionals to do that uh, and knowing that business and you have you need more money to, to pay kind of the payroll because if you're in a hiring business, you need a huge, how you say it in English, kind of a, you need money to finance the salaries because you get the, the money later on from, right. the, from the company. So as a startup without, with small amount of money, we don't, we're not like, we don't have any resource to do that right but let's say the way what we're doing now is uh we're focusing to do the b2b tool for enterprises like big companies and about this the staffing tool and uh, and i think that's the mainly i want to say for uh, in here because like yeah if somebody have something to ask or in, in, are interested they can contact us <laughs> right yeah 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 so I think that, I mean, we, we have, the Nordics is a fantastic region. We mm. do some incredible stuff up here for the size, you know, of... of yeah, for of the whole area. world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we are also quite different. I mean, if you look at the different Nordic countries, we have absolutely things in common, but we also have differences. Yeah. And when you have a situation like that, working as a team is a really good idea. Yeah, it is. So what do you think? Well, you have a good neighbors. Yeah, exactly. you have Denmark and, and Finland. We yeah. have we have you guys and and Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're the Nordic region. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're that family. Was, that was a joke. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? How do you think the Nordic region kind of works together today? And how do you think we could make that better? Well, let's say in my point of view, of course, I, I have a lot of friends from from Sweden, Norway, and and and, and Denmark, and we we like do we work a lot together a lot together and, and talk on the phone and of course via whatsapp and everything and social media and and i get a lot of good heads up from there and i give them also good ad advisors and and actually i'm an I'm advisor in a few companies in in in, in one in, in denmark and one in, in stockholm and i think that's one of the best ways to learn myself and that's the way also that when you give something for every, uh, for others you get from them and we're not the money doesn't move with us it's just about getting the giving the information and getting the information and learning 
And I think that's one of the best things, even like now we're sitting in the epicenter. I think this kind of um, hubs and, and go work spaces are very good because like the people, they attach and they they share information and knowledge and, 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 and they network. And, and I think this is one, one of the most simplest way to to move and, and learn and, and, and change information, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have some things to learn from you guys about productivity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's because, like, I don't know, was it war? What was it? But and here, like, when I was used to be younger and was a bartender, and I went to for Ibiza one 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 summer, and, and after two weeks, I were I was already duty manager, and uh, and 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 I was uh, in one bar working by myself, and and I was getting more salary than the other bartenders and, 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 and all the other other ones that was like very pissed off for the for the owner and restaurant manager why Mehdi is getting more paid. I was like, it's because he's from Finland and he's doing a three-month job. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a like, you know, yeah. that's how we work here. If you have a nightclub, you, you, you don't like, or restaurant itself, like if you compare it to, let's say, California whatsoever, states, you have like in one restaurant, you have like 40 people working here, then same same kind of a restaurant, you have 10 work, people working. And I, I think that comes from the, because the uh, staff is very expensive in Nordic. And, right. and, and, and then of course, then and the rents and, and, and the taxes and everything. So you need to manage that. Well, you need to be very, very good at what you do and you need to do a lot of work. And I think that's the way just, it is, and that's the way I think you you see us also. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, and I think if you, if you look at yourself, you have a long entrepreneurial career, and you've done a lot of different things from from restaurants and nightclubs to uh, you know what you're doing now with this. Uh, uh, staffing service or whatever. What should we call it? Should we call it a staffing service? Well, it can be. Let's say staffing tool. Staffing tool. Yeah. Um, so. Based on that, what are the best? If you would give me three pieces of advice, like yeah. your top three pieces of advice for an entrepreneur, what would you? Oh my God! What well, would that be? I believe in. Of course, I believe that people need to go to school and study, but still, I believe that there's a kind of a passion that needs to be in, in you that you manage stuff. So, I always say that just uh, stand behind your words, like my father say that always, always. Uh, speak the truth so then you don't you don't need to remember what you said then uh, other one is like uh, be pray, brave enough to dream and then achieve it and uh, then i think the third one is like do more talk less kind of a stuff and then because the dreaming is like uh, for me it's uh, the biggest thing but the, the dreaming you can also if you don't if you don't do you can also find yourself after 20 years still dreaming so it's kind of a you need to know that you need to also be effect, effective and i think those three small things can really affect your entrepreneurship yeah and life in life in general yeah and then like i said earlier here that I like to put the personal life and business together because if you handle your personal life a certain way and then you keep that also doing the same way in your business world, then you don't really feel heavy working. Right. You know, yeah. like for me, I'm 
I'm very lucky that I've always done things that I love and I I have passion. So to be honest, I really never feel that I've been working since since I've <laughs> still <laughs> have had all these all nighters and and been working 24/7 in some days and. and and this way but it doesn't feel heavy or or kind of a work because it's kind of a things that i dreamed yeah things that i focused on and so there then there are things that i'm doing that i've achieved my dreams so i, I for me it doesn't feel like work at, at all yeah that that's a blessing and i will ask i will add uh, on your behalf a fourth piece of advice which mm. is to be on time yeah <laughs> because you were here 10 minutes early which i thought was great well that's a, like yeah actually yeah, that's also something my father told me yeah rather be early or on time never late so well that's something i've learned also for him and yeah and and, and and also for also for dreaming and he said he said when i left home when i was 16 or something he said that that never never worry about tomorrow because it, it because it comes anyway and if it doesn't that that happens only only once <laughs> so that's true so um great well uh, to i mean if there if we have listeners now feeling that well i'm never on time that's a problem well i can give you some some comforts and say that uh to people that are not on time i can sometimes say that it's good sometimes to hire people that are not on time because they're optimistic <laughs> <laughs> yeah and actually yeah actually for me it's kind of a i would be always late but i put all, like today we agreed to see three o'clock so yeah. i put it like uh 15 to <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. kind of a i really understand you guys and then and i i'm I would be the same, but I really need to use my iPhone calendar to put it always. All the meanings fit into. <laughs> yeah, that's what my ex-wife does to me as well all yeah, the time. I, I, I really feel it. Yeah. But so, uh, where can people find you if they want to know more about your company and you? Where can they? Well, find the you? company company website is uh, www.sumpli.com. S-U-M-P-L-I.com, and. Um, the personal accounts are LinkedIn, Mehdi Yunus, and, and that's business-wise. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, metukka.fi. It's uh, M-E-T-U-K-K-A. But I think you can find also with the name and same on Facebook. So Great. And thank you so much for, yeah. for coming. Or actually, I am in Helsinki. I, yeah. I came, but <laughs> yeah. thank you for joining us in this interview. Well, this came fast, but I'm very glad that I, I came and... Uh, happy to get to know you you're an amazing guy and and all this your equipments are unbelievable here <laughs> and he did it all this in five minutes so and yeah sorry about my little bit rusty english but i've been using uh, the uh, the finnish past past year the main as main language work-wise so this was a good rehearsal for me as well thank you for listening i think it was fantastic thank you for coming mm-hmm.